What's going on, Golf Addicts? DB and Pat coming at you for the 2023 Amex from PJ West. Talking DraftKings picks. We're going to go through every range. We're going to give our GPP plays, tournament plays, cash game plays, where we think the chalk's going to go, guys we're avoiding. And then at the end, I've got a new fun segment. We're just going to talk about a couple things in golf, one of which has really triggered me. Um, and speaking of triggered, Pat, we've had some camera technical difficulties. We've had to reserve, yes. resort back to uh, old faithful camera for, for another week. We're, I told you guys, I told you guys two weeks ago, we're going to be working on this. It's going to be gradual. There's going to be bumps in the road. We'll get it. We'll get it figured out. Pat, you good? I don't know. I'm, I'm okay. I'm a little flustered. I mean, I had, we had this great camera set up and it's fantastic and it's it, it it just doesn't work technology sucks technology sucks and now i don't have the light right my face looks like it's all freaking like i'm under a damn you're popping that light they, yeah yeah like i'm getting i'm you know i'm getting interrogated by, i'm probably gonna get interro- interrogated all night by you because of the way i feel right now it's uh you look like an angel you look like you've you you're 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 your radiance is unbelievable. Alan said, "I feel pat- like I'm like literally in the like in the in the doorbell, like you know those doorbell cameras where you like." <laughs> yes, that's what I feel. The like doorbell right rang now. and I'm checking it and Pat's like, "Hello." <laughs> it's like the doorbell, or like when you look out your little that little peephole in a hotel room, and there's somebody like. <laughs> that's gosh, what I look like. gosh, dang it! And the. Honestly, the popping is getting is getting on my nerves more so than anything. I mean, can can anybody just can anybody just figure out like a where if there's a good browser? If God made a good browser yet, if anybody's been inspired to do that, that'd be cool. All right, we got stuff to get to tonight. We're gonna have some fun. Whatever it is, what it is. Um, it's the Amex. Siwoo is your winner. We're gonna talk about the Siwoo victory in the betting show. Uh, I don't want to get too much into that tonight, but um. But yeah, we'll we'll talk about it. I, I do wanna I do wanna throw this up there though, Pat, because uh, Hayden Buckley, you know Hay- Hayden Buckley could have won it. You know, props to you. You 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 talked about Hayden Buckley last week. I did. He did not win. But also props to me because I said I like Hayden Buckley, but I, is he ready to win? I would like to. He's one of those I would like to see come down the come down late on a Sunday, see it happen, see what goes down before I put my money on it. Now, I didn't play him in DraftKings. I wish I would have. Uh, I didn't bet on him. Glad I didn't. But, uh, you know, I, I think he actually held up pretty well, honestly. I mean, a, a couple of weird putts, kind of a weird chip at one or a fat shot at one point. Uh, I can't remember where it was, but I, I thought he honestly held up pretty well. Now, his golf swing, you know, and I'd seen Hayden Buckley, but, man, like having to watch it all weekend was very painful. I don't enjoy the man's golf swing whatsoever. But I was happy to see Siwoo get it done. I, I did want to yeah. play a quick clip, though. This is an 11-second clip of something that happened. I believe it was either Thursday or Friday with Hayden Buckley. And, and everybody, turn your volume up because I want you to be able to hear. I want you to be able to hear what happens as, as Pat walked away. Pat, I want. Can you hear me though? Because I want you to be able to hear this too. Okay, Pat. <laughs> Pat says he can still hear me. All right. So this happened. Hayden Buckley. Let me. Let me. Let me. Let me throw Pat out of here real quick. I just, I think this is important. Everybody should pay attention. You ready? Oh, Buckley yes. drops it home for Eagle. I pulled it. That's good, baby. He just said, I pulled it. You can see it in his. 
Ah, so he says I pulled it. I pulled it. Oh, I know where this is going. He pulled it into the hole. So, he was likely aiming, I don't know, 20 feet right, maybe 30 feet right of that flag. He yanks it, and it goes in the hole. And do you know what happens? He gained like 1.8 strokes on the field on that hole, and his proximity just went through, I mean, just unbelievable proximity after that. It is an error in the stat that I, I think was brought to light, and I loved hearing him say he pulled it because we talk about a flaw in the proximity situation. And Hayden went out there and just said, yeah, yeah. I, that wasn't where I was aiming. In my mind, it was, a, it was a bad shot. It was a bad swing because I didn't hit it where I was aiming. I didn't do what I was trying to do, but golf is like that, right? Now, it also doesn't mean strokes gained is perfect. So, but it, it, it does kind of remind you that golf is a game of misses, right? Like, and, and it's a game of, of managing those misses. And it's a game of like your, 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 your deviation from your, from your swing that week has to be so narrow for you to get it done. Hayden Buckley was obviously hitting it pretty good, but I just thought we had to bring that up, Pat. You definitely look less shiny. Good to see that now. You look less angelic. Did you say a, how much did you say you, he pulled it? I'm guessing he pulled it by 20, maybe 30 feet. Okay, I thought you said like 20 or 30 yards. No, or you put, you posted nice. something on Twitter or something. I was like, 20 or 30 yards? I didn't Come say on. 20 or 30 yards. You don't read. You don't pay attention. You just saw it. Or 20 or 30 feet. Like, that's a lot for a, a tour no, player. No, it's not. It was tucked it 20 left. 20 or 30 the, the, feet. The flag was tucked left. Like, 20 feet? That's nothing. That's nothing. I could pull a shot. That, that I don't I don't think you're very accurate there. I agree. My with tweet your says probably on. fifteen to thirty foot miss. That's a range. Yeah, but how to 30 do you feet. know that? Like five feet to a tour player is a pull. No, it's not. No, it's not. Five feet, dude. Those guys are so accurate. Two yards, like Pat. You think if they hit it two yards left? I mean, we're not talking about Hideki here. We're talking about Hayden. Buckley. Well, think about your trajectory. Two Shut yards. Up. That's a lot. Shut up. Two yards to a tour play. If that were the case, they'd, they'd, all, they'd all be freaking holing out all the time. That, that's ins- I cannot believe you just said that. By the way, I can't believe you haven't commented on my podcast juice tonight. Yeah, why are you drinking Coors Light? What the hell? Dude, I don't know. I just, I just wanted a silver bullet. You know, sometimes you just, I just wanted a silver bullet. I, I love a good silver bullet. I opened bullet. the fridge and it was talking to me. All right, let's... I don't, uh, I don't mind your sentiments there, though. I do think, I will say, I always say, proximity can make a difference depending on how you use it. You just got to use it in the right circumstances. But it's not a totally useless stat across the board at all times because I've heard you use it too. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. This is true. All right, let's get into this, Pat. Let's talk about... Let's talk about the Amex. Now, I did the uh, I, I did the first look show. Talked about the golf courses that we got going on. Um, you know, so if you need more information on that, you can go check out the beginning of that, or you can read like one of a billion articles that are out. So we're not going to get into that. We're going to have fun. We're going to talk about picks, and uh, this is a course we're all pretty or courses we're all pretty familiar with at the Amex. Love to see a you know a stacked field though. I mean, we got a, a nice top end of this field, pretty deep. Starts off with John Rom, Scotty Scheffler, Tony Finau, Cantlay, Xander's back, Sungjae, Willie Z, Tom Kim, Sam Burns, Brian Harmon, Siwoo, Cameron Young, and Aaron Wise are your 9K and above range. Uh, interesting to see Xander Schauffele's back after withdrawing from the Century Tournament of Champions. Apparently had an x-ray done, showed no muscular or, uh, or major damage or whatever, but just kind of had to do some rehab and rest. 
apparently feels good enough to tee it up. I would imagine, I would hope and pray that before Thursday, we hear more about how Xander's feeling, but he'd be one to keep an eye on. Um, you know, obviously that's going to dictate his ownership. So I guess that's kind of the first question is, you know, where do we think people are going to go in terms of ownership here? I, I think with this event, because it's everybody's guaranteed 54 holes and, you know, the cut, the cuts after round three, and then, and then it's just one, one round difference. If somebody didn't make the cut, the studs and duds approach, you know, stacking up top is going to be the popular play. You can take bigger risk, uh, uh, you know, this week with the Amex. So, you know, your, your popular plays are going to be John Rahm, Patrick Cantlay, I believe. And then I'm thinking M and Willie Z. And is, is Siwoo going to be popular, Pat? You think people are going to, I mean, former winner here, great record here, coming off the win, 9,200. Do you think people will go to, go to Siwoo this week? Well, we know people tend to like just back off the, the most recent winner. Um, but I still think he's going to be a little bit popular, you know? history here all that kind of stuff playing well i could see him popular but i don't know if he'll go above like 20 percent or anything i think he gets in that like you know 15 to 18 percent range yeah i don't think we'll see him in the in the 20 percent either yeah it, he'll be one to watch anybody else you think i missed there you think it's rom can't lay sung jay and i'm kind of going sung jay just based off based off his record here and like how he's been playing other than that miscut last week but i don't know Willie you don't Z's think Finau? Well, I was thinking about Finau. I, I just wonder if I think people are going to love Cantlay so much and Rom so much that like maybe Finau gets passed up a little bit. I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't know. I think there could be some chalk there, too. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think all, all of these guys in the 10K, with the exception of maybe Xander, depending on yeah, how the injury goes, are going to get plenty of run. So, and, and I, I, I'll happily play. You know, I mean, honestly, between Rom, Scheffler, Finau, Cantlay, I'll happily play one or two of the of the lower owned of the bunch. I I, I definitely feel like Cantlay checks all the boxes, um, it, plus the record here, and plus he's on my season long team in the Nut Hut, so I'm 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 down for that. But really, I, I'll play whichever two are, are a little lower owned and go from there. I, th- there's been some carnage at this event in the past, similar to what we saw last week in the Sony. You know, John Rahm famously called it a uh, a effing putting contest. I believe that was last year that he labeled it the mm-hmm. putting contest, and I think lending itself to some variance. I mean, the, since they reshuffled the courses that they play here at the MX, the the worst winning score has been like twenty two under, and you've had a ton of long shots win this thing. So when you've got twenty two under as your worst score, and you've got no weather whatsoever again projected this week, as far as when I looked earlier today, there looks to be very little wind. You know they call this place the dome sometimes, like it just feels just completely perfect all the time. Maybe a little cooler than normal, so uh, you know the ball may not quite travel as far. May help the longer hitters, but I mean it's just not a tournament where. Everyone, you know, all, all the big names show up and 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 crush it. Rom's won, but uh, you got a lot of long shots. I mean, freaking Andrew Landry won this damn thing. Coming off like five miscuts, too. Hudson Swafford, yeah, last year. Which was what was he one hundred and fifty to one, two fifty to one? I checked the betting card. I, I got him at two fifty to one on the betting card last year. Okay, well, I mean, yeah, I'm still amazed at how good this field is. Yeah, it's good. I, I just it's it's just incredible. But um yeah, so we'll see what happens. It's just so weird. 
you got all the AMs out there. You've got three golf courses. It's it's very difficult to to handicap this one. I feel like this is one of those where I want to like maybe live bet at, on a Saturday night. DB. <laughs> yeah, I highly recommend it. <laughs> highly recommend it. We'll we'll talk more about that later. Uh, okay, so who are we playing outside of those top four? Like, who's catching your eye? Where are we thinking we're gonna go? Well, I like Scheffler this week. I, I'm I'm gonna go in on some Scheffler this week at ten five. Um, you know, you look at his history here is 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 pretty decent. He's played here three years, had a third place finish back in twenty twenty, missed a cut in twenty one, and then a top twenty five last year. The Scheffler's been solid, man. I mean, his he, he's you look at his last three events, all top ten finishes. Um I think this is like a, a good fit for him when you think about playing with amateurs and all that kind of stuff. He's real laid back. Doesn't seem to, like a lot doesn't really bother him all that much. So I like Scheffler there at 10-5. In the middle, though, I'm going Willie Z. I wanted to see what Willie Z did yeah, in the century. The century. And I know, I know that, you know, he's coming off of an injury and all that kind of stuff. But I was pretty impressed with what he did at the century. Just first tournament back, I think it's a perfect way to get back into it also. Like, you know, you got four rounds for sure. You don't really have to worry about a whole lot of pressure and things like that. Yes, there's a lot of money involved. But I liked what I saw out of Willie Z. He finished T6 here last year. So at 9,600, I hope I get a little bit lower ownership on him as well as people kind of ease back into Willie Z. I do like him. And then uh, finally, I'm going back to Sungjae right above him. Going back to Sungjae M, he has a fantastic history here. He's finished top 15 every single time he has played in this tournament, 9,800. So those are the three guys I'm kind of zeroing in on. Because I just don't really feel a lot of the lower 9K guys. Maybe Harmon for cash. I think I could go Harmon for cash with what he's done here. Honestly, kinda... I think in cash, I'm going to go just go ahead and get Cantlay. Because he's not, I mean, he's not that expensive. And with the 54-hole made cut, you can still cash in a 50-50 or a double up with five of six if you have, you know, if you have the, the guy up top that's, that's doing his thing. So um, I think cash, I'll go Cantlay. I um I'm with you on Willie Z. Like I, I'm I'm ready to go ahead and play Willie Z. I, I like the par five ability here. I like the first time out last year. What he finished sixth. Um, I, I know you're gonna say I know you're gonna roll your eyes here, but I do feel like it's somewhat of a boldish call considering his history here. But I, I'm 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 gonna play Aaron Wise. I'm gonna play Aaron Wise. I, I've got. I've got my guys. You know what I mean? Like, I'm planting my flag on certain guys in 2023, whether it's season long, whether it's DFS, whether it's betting, prize picks. I'm planting, I'm planting a flag. And, and that means that I'm not going to, like, necessarily jump off after, a, you know, a bad week or a subpar week or, a, or, or we get to a tournament that doesn't seemingly fit him really well because I truly believe that Aaron Wise is going to get to another level this year, this season. And so I'm talking myself into that being the Amex, where his last three attempts have all been miscuts. And it's, but what's, what's interesting is it's really been the short game. I mean, sorry, it's really been the putter. In the last two years at the Amex, he's lost 7.4 strokes putting, which is stereotypical Aaron Watts. Okay. We all know that. But now, by the power of the broomstick, 
Look at the trend in Aaron Wise's putting. Even just zoom out. Last, last 20 events, 0.08 strokes gained putting. Last 10, 2.5 strokes gained putting. Last five, 3.9 strokes gained putting. I bet if you, if you looked at the last 12 to maybe 20 rounds on the PJ Tour, Aaron Wise would be in the top part of putters. And that's been his bugaboo here. He's always gained strokes off, off uh, with irons. I'm believing that Aaron can turn around, and I think people will be turned off because a middling finish at the century and the piss-poor course history. Did I, talk, did, I, did, I, did I persuade you just a little bit? No. As a matter of fact, I feel, like, I feel like this is a teaching moment for you, DB. No, as a, as a young, not a As a young man. No, no. As a young man. DB, I know that you're a, you're a good man. They say people like you, they live at the, at the, the feet of the cross, I think is what they say. <laughs> the feet. The, the foot. The foot of the cross. Mm-hmm. The cloth. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you've probably never been to a strip joint. But if you ever go to a strip joint, which I've been to on you look occasion, like you're in, you look like you're in one just a minute. Yeah, ago, I've been to on occasion. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always one there. There's one there. And if you've ever heard of falling in love with a stripper, I fell in love with a stripper. Yeah, heard that song. Is that- because you that night you had a good night, <laughs> and you saw her. You saw her out of the corner of your eye. She was walking over there, and you're like, mm, "That's the one." That's the one. But you know what, DB? It's never going to happen. It's never going to happen, okay? Mm. She's never coming home to you, okay? You're, first off, you're too tipsy that night at the strip joint. You need to not fall in love with the stripper. You should just enjoy the time there, and then you go home. But Aaron Wise is the stripper that you have fallen in love with. And not only did you leave the strip joint and she didn't come <laughs> home with you, She's never coming home with you, but you're still thinking about her. And it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. You need to, you need to get it out of your mind. Stop going to strip joints with Aaron Wise as your, as, as the one you're chasing. Cause he's never, he's never going to let you catch him. <laughs> so you just need to, you just need to go ahead and quit it right now. Just quit it. Kissler says from the foot of the cross to a strip club. That's a, that's a, that's an elite segue. I, I, I get it, man. I, I hear what you're saying. Um, but I, I think I think he's gonna prove I think he's gonna prove you wrong. And if you don't think I just if you don't think I'm not gonna clip this when he does, in fact I'm gonna I'm gonna make a note. I'm gonna make a note okay, right now. Okay, well you make that note. I'm just saying I fell in love with the stripper. <laughs> Isn't that how that song goes? Uh, those are the words. I'm not really sure the melody is his uh is really on point, but we digress. Um, I guess I, my, my guess is that the fade in this range is going to be agreed upon, and that would probably be, and I hate to do it because I like him, Sam Burns. Do you, do you agree? Who's your fade? I would say, yeah, he was a fade, but I think Xander just until I know more about him, but yeah, he was the other one. What's, what sucks is like Burns has done well here. A sixth and 18th, missed the cut in 2021, his last time out, but he's definitely had some strange strangely very very bad off the tee iron iron weeks in his last four events uh for starting off at the century where he, he nearly finished dead last now that really yeah now 
you could get some really good ownership on Sam Burns. Well, that tempts yeah. you. Like if he's sitting there like at six, yes. seven percent. Yes, because I, I am, I am, I am tempted by Sam Burns regardless of ownership. So, yes, I, I that that will tempt me. Will it you? It will, or will it not you? No, it will. I mean, when he finished sixth here in 2020, he played the Sony before. He had missed. He had missed his three previous cuts. Golly. In fact, his iron play was awful leading up to that. And then he gained 2.7 strokes with iron. I don't know, man. I don't know. Honestly, though, you know, again, that, that may be, this is one of those tournaments we just have to keep reminding ourselves, like variance, variance, var- embrace the variance, you know, 54-hole cut, like just embrace it. So do what you want to do up this top. This is a tournament where, uh, you know, Chalk Bomb, formerly Chalk Bomb Ben would tell you he loves it. Yeah, he loves the variance of of having three courses like this. I think he had one of his biggest wins this week at the American Express because of all of that kind of stuff. There was a lot of carnage, yeah. a lot of miscuts. So if you somehow manage to like, you know, just just take a few risks, but like smart risk, and you know, you you don't get married to too many guys, and then you just like get a several six of sixes through. I think you're gonna have you know, a good chance to win some serious cast this week. Yeah, I agree. That's a good word. Um, I also agree that if you like golf and you like coffee, you need to check out our friends at Front9Coffee.com. Video presented to you by our friends at Front9Coffee.com where, you know, you can get some small batch, delicious artisan coffee made right here in Augusta, Georgia. It's beautiful stuff. It tastes delicious. You got my blend. You got Pat's blend. Uh, mine is, is definitely a, a top seller at the moment. I'll throw it up on the screen so you can look at it. DB's Large Bucket of Nuts right now. It's a lovely hazelnut, kind of nutty blend. You can order it whole bean or ground. It'll ship straight to your door. And uh, you can also get Pat's Bump and Run. It's a nice, uh, it's a nice cup of joe. And in, they'll ship anywhere in the U.S. They're, and they're going to they're gonna roast it right when you order it. So check out Front9. That's the number nine, coffee.com. Promo code TJ10 gets you 10% off your entire order. I saw some people in the Nut Hut just this week ordering their first little batch of, nut of, uh, of Front Nine coffee, and I'm excited about that. I thank you for that. If you want to support the Tour Junkies and you want to support another small business born and bred right here in Augusta, Georgia, then go to FrontNineCoffee.com and uh, check them out. Thank you. All right, let's get to the 8K range. Talking the 8K range, I, I'm, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited about this range. I think this is a good spot. I think there's some there's some some edge to be had here. I could see the 8K getting. It's one of those tournaments again where I think because everybody's going to be excited to do a studs and duds thing, that these guys will be talked about. But I bet they're rostered a little less than a lot of ownership projections have them because at the end of the day, people want all those 9K guys and they're just going to say screw it. I'll just go with the low sevens and the 6K guys and and be be a, a risky biscuit. And, and get weird at the 54-hole Pro-Am situation. So, um, so I, all that to say, I think there's some really interesting pivots here. Even uh, guys I think could truly win in a field like this, even with the top-tier field that we have sitting up at the top. I think the chalk, this is my prediction, Pat, you tell me, is going to be Cam Davis, Sahith, and I think it's going to be KH Lee. Hmm. Who would you have said? I'd said... I would have said Cam Davis. Um, I I have a feeling Putnam might be a little bit chalky. Putnam Putnam was one that I, I considered. Um, 
But I think, don't you think at the end of the day, though, people are still like, Putnam is just not a sexy name to click, and he's between two sexy, you know, pieces of bread right there. Cam Davis, Sahith, <laughs> two, two big, sexy DFS faves, right? So, like, I, I just wonder if he'll actually get clicked. Yeah, I I agree. I feel like he, there's a lot they're going to bet on him. They may not play him in DFS, but I feel like there's a lot they're going to bet on him. But did you see? Yeah, I mean, morning? I don't. Did you see his number this morning? I did not. Okay, we'll talk about it. Later. I know what it is now, but I did not see it this morning. Um, but yeah, this is a weird range for me. I just don't see a whole lot of chalk other than I think Davis is it. I think I'm kind of surprised you said Sahith. I would fade. Actually, Sahith is my fade. So why though? I, I like, think he doesn't check boxes, but dang it, he never checks boxes, and he still he still plays he still plays great. His his short game, I think, gets him by. I don't know. He just scrapes it together. I mean, he was near the bottom of the field at the century, just as far as his finish. Yeah. Um. You know, he de- like you said, he doesn't check any boxes. Um. He I mean, played play. here last year, had a t thirty three. So that's not that's not bad. Um. I just don't want to play a chalky Sahith. I he, really don't. He love you, you know he loves the wet. He's so pumped to be back on the Cali swing, the desert swing. It seems like he feels comfortable in desert golf, desert situ- conditions, and that's really what that we have here, PJ West. I, I think I'm buying, and and I haven't been one that's bought Sahith every single week, like like a lot of people. I I have not, but I I like it. I like Sahith. Um, okay. You know who I don't like. And I hope, I hope everybody plays him. I'm not playing Adam Hadwin. No, he was all, he was kind of second. Really? Like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I had him too. I thought you'd be of. all over him for the for the. Actually, history. look, <laughs> look, wait, okay, wait, where did I find it? Where did I find this, it? This is terrible. Okay. There he is. Look, okay, I see it. I see it. I see it. Hadwin crossed out Sahith. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Okay. So, so I mean, we're we're in agreement. I mean, for me, what it came down to was, yes, the the, the record here is absolutely insane. Um, but other than 2017, he's played the week before. When he's had his like really good finishes, he's played the he's played the Sony, or the Century, or both. And you know, we we haven't seen him. We haven't seen him since uh, since Houston in November. And, and he played well there, but this is, you know, it's a new day. So I, I think, I, I hope people go to him, and I hope I'm right. But I think Hadwin's my, I think Hadwin's going to be my my bold fade in this range because I do think he's going to garner some ownership. I don't know if he'll actually be as chalky as a guy like Cam Davis, maybe even not even Cage Lee, but I, I think he's going to get some, and I, and that'll be a flag I'll plant and just go ahead and say, yep, I, I'll, I think I'll pass. Did shoot a 59 here, or 58, or what, or almost did, whatever it was. Okay. Are you okay? Yeah. Are you, are you okay? Re- are you reading the chat? Is that what you're doing? No, I'm, I was just wondering if you're okay. Oh, yeah, I'm great. Um, okay, let's talk about people we like in here. Okay. And I want to start with a guy that I kind of came on to late last week, and, I, and he could have really made me some money, because I I think... I was surprised that there seemed to be a lot less people playing him. But Taylor Montgomery here yeah. at 8,900. 
I love Taylor Montgomery. Now he was around like 15% owned at the Sony. Um, but if we're going to believe what John Rom says, that this is a putting contest, then you want Taylor Montgomery on your yeah. team. Yeah. You, you want him in DFS. The dude can putt. It's incredible. I mean, his, his putting stats are absolutely amazing. I mean, he, let's look at last week. I mean, this dude has lost. Look at the Shriners. Look at the Shriners it, and the Sony. He's lost, he lost nine and a half shots on approach between those two events and finished 15th yes. and 12th. But look at his putting. I mean, gain, you know, yeah. gain six at the Sony. 1.5 at the RSM. He lost strokes at the Houston. But then let's look at this run. CJ Cup, 4.8. Shriners, 5.2. Sanderson, 5.8. Fortinet finished third. 11.2. This dude can freaking putt. I don't care if his approach stats suck. I do not care. And if this is a putting contest, and we're to believe John Rahm, one of the best players in the world, thinks it's a putting contest, then Taylor Montgomery needs to be played. He needs to be somewhere in your player pool. I don't care what do you want. Like you know, if you want him to be a hundred percent, if you want him to be twenty percent, I don't care. You need him in there. I like Taylor Montgomery a lot this week. Plus, I mean, he's a he's plays and based out of Vegas, very comfy in desert desert golf. Appears very comfy on the West Coast. Eleventh at the Farmers last year on a uh, on some sort of exemption. Um, played well at the Fortinet, played well at the Shriners in Vegas. Like, yeah, I, I think he's hard to avoid, even as, even as sad as those iron numbers are. And what's crazy is he's losing all those shots with his irons after gaining a bunch of shots off the tee. Like, you would think if you gain that many shots off the tee, you're in good positions to be able to, you know, you know, hit good iron shots, and he just can't. But dang, dude, if, if he can break even... With, with Can you imagine if irons? he fix like if his iron if he starts gaining shots on approach? Yeah, he's gonna win every damn tournament. <laughs> I heard somebody say I don't remember where I heard this or did I read it? I don't know that his dad was a really good player, and but his dad was a terrible putter, good ball striker, and wanted to make sure that when Taylor grew up that he wasn't a bad putter. So like he just drilled all these putting things into him, and so he's like a, that's one reason why he's like the stud putter. Anyway, yeah, I, I'm with you on Montgomery. Uh, other than that, I mean, we'll just kind of see how the ownership stuff sh- shakes out. I mean, I, I like a lot of guys in here. I like JT Poston yeah. again this week. I like KH Lee again. Um, Do you like Wyndham Clark? I don't. Clark can have one of the two I don't want. I mean, for one, I, I truly am going to buy the, the, the trend that guys that have already played the Century or Sony, even if they haven't played it well, are are better off, and so with with so many good names in here that did that have played one of those two events or both, I'll just I'll just take my chances with those guys instead. So okay, all right, um, Pat. Again, another successful week in the Nut Hut. I'm sure it won't happen every single week, but it's happened the first two weeks of 2023, and I'm excited about it. We had a huge week. The, uh, I just actually dropped the YouTube video. So if you can watch on YouTube, I dropped a 12-minute YouTube video showing you what you get access to uh, with a premium membership in the Nut Hut. So it, sh- it walks through all the key channels, all the things you need to know, um, and I just show you what you're getting. If you're a premium member or what you're missing, if you're not a paid member, you can join with the link below in the description of the YouTube video or in the podcast if you're listening on audio. But the Nut Hut was hopping this week. 
Last week you had Pat's 15x prize picks drop that was pretty sick, and then of course Morikawa at 20 to one, and it should have hit. This week I feel like you know the the, the hotness kind of moved around. Me and Joe crushed it. Tour picks, Joe Idoni crushed it in the head-to-head market. He went four and zero in his exclusive head-to-head picks. I went three and one in mine. We had some successful top 40 and top 20 picks, and then AC and Samson 24. Our boy Adam just showed out again with some good showdown stuff. Adam won a ton of money in showdown. Bunch of people tailed the Si Wu outright at plus 850. More success in prize picks, mainly in rounds like two and three. Um, but get in the nut hut. The community is booming right now. We've made a lot of great changes. So if you got in in the past and you got out, you didn't like something, chances are we've changed it. All right. So hop in there. If you're a member, you get 20% off all TJ merch, including this awesome Siwoo Kim shirt, which we sold a few of last night after he brought it home. So hop in there and take advantage of that. And um, you got your lunchtime Wednesday chats with me exclusively for members of the Nut Hut and the Wednesday night live chats uh, with me and Pat typically. But this week, it's going to be the Pat Perry show on Wednesday night. I will be traveling out of pocket as of Wednesday afternoon. My lovely, beautiful wife, Kristen, is turning 40 on Thursday. I can't believe it. She doesn't look four zero. She doesn't look a day over 28. And I couldn't be more happy that uh, I get to spend a nice weekend with her. We're going to go to Banff, Canada, which we got a lot of Canadians that follow us. Banff. Us. Yeah. And I'm getting all kind of information. Is that how you say it? Banff? Banff. Banff. I think it's Banff. Banff? No. What? Is it not a bank? No. No. What? Don't do that. You make us. You make us. Well, I mean, how do you think Canadians say it? I want to know how you Canadians make us look say bad. It. I think they probably say it like Banff. 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 Are you saying Banff? <laughs> Why are you saying it with Banff. a lisp? Huh? No, Banff. I didn't say it with a lisp. Oh, okay. It's a Banff. Banff. I'm just asking how they say it. I don't like, know how they say it. I mean, we got a million Canadians in the nut hut. Ask one of them. Anyway. I won't be there on the Wednesday night live chat. Pat will be. I think uh, Showdown Kingpin Adam is going to join for a little bit. Possibly Joe Idoni of Tor Picks. He'll be doing the live chat. All that. If you're an exclusive member of the Nut Hut, premium member of the Nut Hut, hop in there and get it done. All right, Pat. Let's get to the seven K range. Let's talk it up. Okay. Here's here's who I think is going to be the chalk. And I don't think I was looking at the seven K range. I just feel like similar maybe to last week. It feels like. It feels like there's, like there's not really another like standout guy, you know. Like it feels like they're all kind of similar, which I like. It, it probably means that you know ownership could be a little more spread out. There's a few names in here I'm excited to see that we haven't seen yet in 2023. But mm-hmm. I think if there's any chalk, it's probably going to go to Ben Griffin because he continues to just be cheap and play his butt off. Davis Riley, because Davis Riley is a DFS darling that people love and are excited about. And I'm curious your thoughts, not only on those two, but on this one, because it's one we have not seen in 2023, but man, he had a heck of a fall, and you and I have talked about him a lot. Patrick Rogers. What do yes, you think about I think Patrick. Two? I think Patrick Rogers is going to be chalky. Mm. You look at his fall, you look at the stats, all of it kind of lines up for him to be chalky. And I, I see how you could play him. I don't, there's actually a part of me that because of his history here makes me want to back off. 
But man, the dude just. No, I'll tell this. you what should make you want to back off. A chalky Patrick Rogers. If well, he's I would, chalky, he is an auto fade, no questions asked. I, I agree with that, but you just look at his fall, man. T3 I know, the fall was Bermuda. great. The fall was great. I mean, three top 20 finishes with a top 10 at the RSM. I know. He could have won. He really could have easily won the RSM, but he pulled a Patrick Rogers and yeah. didn't win. <laughs> so, I do think he's going to be chalky, I agree. Um... Anybody else? What do you think of Riley and Ben Griffin? I think Griffin could be chalky, but do you think he's well known enough to be chalky yet? Yeah, I think he is. Man, his his form though is so good, so good. And why do you think if you think Ben Griffin is going to be chalky, why would you? Why would Ben Taylor not be chalky with his form? It is and what he did last week at T four seven thousand. Yeah, but I think Griffin, I mean, hadn't Griffin had a few, a couple more events that it was a little, it's been a little more consistent. I know Ben Taylor had a couple good finishes in the fall, too. I mean, I think if you're comparing them both, it's very hard to, I mean, if if you're comparing their last three events, Taylor's is better. But then if you go back five events, you could probably say that mm. Griffin's is a little better on average. But yeah. I mean, Taylor, his last three events is third, 21st, and T4 last week. Yeah. I, I see you there. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, it, it it could. I mean, could be both. I just feel like Griffin may be the more known commodity at the moment. Um, first of all, the tour junkies interviewed him, so word gets out. He's a likable kid, you know. Course records, Sea Island Mafia holder member. You know, went viral in the summer for holing out for fifty eight. Like I don't know, probably just a little bit, a little bit more known than Ben Taylor. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it could be, it could be both. Uh, in cash, I, this is probably going to surprise you, but I mean, in cash, I think actually one of them is Ben Griffin. You could go Ben Griffin. I, I really, you know, I'm a fan. You know, I'm a fan. I like me some David Lipsky. I'm going to go with Lipsky at seven. I would oh. play. I would play Lipsky at seventy three hundred in cash, and and I feel I feel good about it. Um, I think Lipsky could win this thing. Like I'm looking at Lipsky. I talked about him this morning in the in the first look show. His outright numbers. Um, he finished 14th here last year in his only start, and he's rolling right now. So I mean, and people. Forget. I feel like David Lipsky was missed last week, and he kept showing up. Yeah, kept showing up, and then I would I just kept like turning my eye, turning my eye, turning your eye, and you know just what? One eye. Yeah, one eye. Okay. Hey, uh, will and- you talk about? who you want to play and who you want to fade while I go get another beer. Yeah. All right. I do like Lipsky, so I don't mind him up at the top though. Let's, let's move up here. Let's move up to the top. I'm going to play Ricky Fowler. I am going to play Ricky Fowler. Unless he has, he is withdrawn. As long as he hasn't withdrawn, as long as he hasn't withdrawn, I'm going to take Ricky Fowler. I do like him at 7,800. Look, I know we haven't seen him since the fall. The guy's been, uh, you know, his game's coming around. I like the coaching that he's getting now uh, with Butch Harmon. So I'm, I'm a big fan here. I think I'm going to play Ricky Fowler. He's going to be low-owned. I know he gets a little bit of a bump because everybody knows Ricky Fowler, but I'm up here. I like Davis Riley also up here at 7,700. But where I really love is, you know, just a few guys here is right in the middle. Thomas Dietrich. Thomas Dietrich coming off the corn, ferry, whatever else. He came through the Corn Ferry Tour, 
But this guy, like, cut his teeth really on the European tour. Fantastic player. You look at it across the board with the stats for Thomas Dietrich. You know, you're going to have to score a lot here. He's 34th in opportunities gained. He's 12th in birdie or better percentage. He's 27th in par 5 scoring. They got a lot of par 5s that they can score on this week. And he's 27th in putting. So he's a great putter. Thomas Dietrich at 7,600, I think, is a great play. Other than that, dropping down a little bit, um, I mentioned Ben Taylor. He's another one that I just don't think you can jump off of. I mean, just too hot right now, so I'm going to take Ben Taylor. And then Ben Griffin was the other one there at 7,200. So that is, like, those are my favorite plays here in the 7K range, but this is a good range. This is the range where people are going to win this week. Mm. We talked about how, you know, you look at, you know, this, the, the variance and everything that's involved this week. And I know, like, you can always probably say, well, the 7K range is where people can win. But this week, more than anything, like, there are so many guys here. You get guys like Dean Burmester, like, that are, like, a lot of guys that didn't want to go to Hawaii because, for whatever reason, you didn't want to go to Hawaii. I don't know why that is. Yeah. But they're now showing up here in California. They're ready to play. I know they're kind of probably shaking some rust off. But still, there's a lot of guys in here that I think are uh, are going to come out firing, and, and I'm I'm looking forward to uh, seeing what some of these seven K guys do this week. Yeah, um, so I'll add to I'll add to it. I mean, I like Griffin. I like um, I like Lipsky, who I talked about. I'm going to go to our boy Grayson Sick, who's just kind of quietly been doing his thing, making cuts, finishing finishing nice. Um, played decent here last year, I believe, in his only attempt. What did he do here last year? I think it was 25th last year at the MAC. Yeah, 25th. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I, I think I think Sig's I think Sig's playing nice right now. I think he had a kind of a rough day yesterday at the Sony. I don't know. He, he lost strokes putting for the first time since the Wyndham in August uh, at the Sony Open last week. But you know, hitting it nice, making cuts, doing his thing, and he'll be you know he's never all that popular. So um, I kind of like Sig. I'm excited to maybe play Ricky. Did you say Ricky? Yes, I did. You did. Mm, okay. Ricky was the first name I said as you stepped away. What's weird is like I, I don't want to bet him outright necessarily, but I kind of like him in DFS. We'll see how it shakes out. I'm not, I, I also don't mind skipping him if he's if everybody's jumping on if everybody's excited to play Ricky. I don't I don't necessarily. I just don't see that happening. Really? I, I, I mean, think everybody's could. like excited about the new coaching change, and they're just ready to pull the trigger on Ricky. That's kind of the vibe I get, but I could be wrong. Um, I'll tell you who I'm going back to, who burned some folks, who burned about 13% of lineups last week. I'm going back to Alex Smalley. I think this is an interesting spot to jump back on him. Uh, you know, gain strokes still uh, on approach, just had kind of a lackluster week off the tee. It was his first event since the RSM. Didn't, didn't putt it all that great. Um, but finished 25th here last year. I think Alex Smalley, if he gets a little bit you know, overlooked or passed by because of last week and burning some folks. I don't mind Alex Bolley. So those are a few things, a few names that I think uh, could be a little under the radar, possibly. There's a lot of names in here I like. Obviously, we'll talk a lot more about them as things develop, as ownership takes shape. Wednesday lunch, uh, live chat potentially. Actually, this week it might be a brunch chat because I got to get to the airport. I'm sure Pat will be talking about a bunch of them. I don't know if you mentioned your fade, uh, but my fade in this range, and and it's a guy that I like, and it's a guy who's already been off to a you know a decent start for uh, for this year, and it's a guy who the last two years at the Amex has finished twenty first and twenty second, but it's Luke List, 
I'm I'm out on Luke. I don't I'm not gonna do the Luke thing here. I'm gonna wait till maybe Tory to play him again. Eleventh uh, of the century, still trying to figure out the putting situation. Um, you know, other than those two good finishes at the Amex, it's been pretty rough the the previous few years. So I'm out on Luke List. That is it for me in the seven K. Do you have anything else? No, I'm I'm just out on the old guys here. I'm out okay. on Rose and Day. Okay. Mm. Gonna be colder too, so that that might be a thing for day. Might be a thing. All right, let's yeah. get to the six K range. We're gonna do our six K draft. We're gonna do the draft again. We're gonna draft a team in the six K range. Just just six K plays only on DraftKings. See what's up. We'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll go try to agree on the picks here. We won't we won't put a timer on it, Pat, like we used to do with the two minute men. But let's let's try to agree or talk each other into, you know, let's, let's do a little give and take and see if we can put together our favorite 6K plays in this range and kind of make the selections from there. Before we do that, I do want to remind everybody the Listener League is now up and running on Nidery. It's a new game, fun game. You got to pick your golfers in each tier. The first official week back started last week. Shout out to Jason Valley, my boy, Team DB guy, for taking down the first ever Nidery contest in the Listener League, earning himself a spot into the finals this summer for a chance to earn a trip to come to either Augusta or Savannah, play some golf with me and Pat, have a weekend, have some food, have some drinks, have some fun, have some laughs, get to see Pat in all his glory. Shout out to Jason for getting it done. Uh, make sure you get in the Nidery contest. It is posted exclusively in the Nut Hut. You have to be a member of the Nut Hut to get it, um, but it's free to enter once you're in, free to enter the Nidery contest, and it's a good time. So shout out to that, and uh, we'll have that posted if it's not already. So make sure you get in there. For the YouTubes, here's the question, the comment of the night, okay? Hit the like button if you're in here. Subscribe to the channel if you've not already so you know when we go live. We go live every week, multiple times a week, so you need to subscribe. There's a ton of golf instructors on social media, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube Shorts, Snap and Chat, whatever. There's tons of, there's tons of young, young instructors. Give me one that you like, and I would prefer it to be one who maybe is a little lesser known. And, and again, I also prefer to be someone like kind of youngish, and, and I'm, I'm being ageist here. I know Pat's thinking that. I'm being ageist. Yes, you are. But I'm talking about like, and when I say young, I mean, I'm saying like 30, 30 and under, okay? Give me a young social media kind of golf instructor that you like. Drop their tag, their handle. Here in the YouTube comment. That would help us. I'm working on a little something. I think it could be cool. So drop that in the YouTube comments. All right, let's get to the 6K draft, Pat. You want first pick or you want me to go first? You, you, you choose. I want first pick. Okay, take it. All right, I'm going to start at 6,600. Aaron Baddeley. Bads. Yeah, Bads has been playing pretty good recently, man. Playing well. Putting well, 24th in the field. Always great. Well. You always put well. well. Yeah. But you look at top 10 last week, T39, the RSM Classic, had a top six back at Bermuda, a co- uh, you know, back in the fall. I like Bads. I think we start with him at 6,600. His name came up in the first look show this week uh, or earlier today. Um, so I, I, will, I will agree with you on Bads. I will not try to veto that. 
So I'll go with bats. I like that. 6,600. Let's, let's go. Um, I am going to go with, I'm going to give, let's see, let me pull up some intel on this kid. I'm going to go with a Corn Ferry Tour grad, a rookie on the PJ Tour, that uh, I don't know that we've ever really talked about him very much on this show, Pat. I, I'm, I, I can't, if we have, I don't think it's been a lot. So I think people need to know this guy. I think people need to, need to know the name. I think they need to know the name Kevin Yu. From China, from China, played at Arizona State. Yes. Desert guy, six top 25s, three top 10s, and two runner-ups on the Corn Ferry Tour last year. Here's what I love about him for this place. You know, this is not necessarily a precision course like Wiley is. Like, you can still hit it far out here and take advantage of things. The fairways aren't super tight and narrow. There's just, if you're too wayward, you can really be screwed. But I think Tony Finau even, even quoted as saying, like, he thinks that this is a course better suited for bombers. Um, well, Kevin Yu has both the distance and the accuracy. When you look at the, the, the bigger, you know, sample size of his Corn Ferry Tour year, he finished 17th in distance and 20th in driving accuracy. He hits it a mile, hits it pretty straight, you know, tends to find his golf ball, which is important. And then the putting and scrambling is not bad at all. Top 50 in both of those categories on the Corn Ferry Tour. 15th in birdie or better percentage, which is obviously going to be key this week. The, the weakness tends to be the iron play. He was only 73rd in greens and regulation rank. But, but Kevin Yu, uh, you know, let, let's, let's take a look, man. He's been playing, uh, well, crap, where is it? He doesn't go by Kevin Yu here, huh? He goes by Chin, Chin An. Chin An Yu, my bad. Um, 21st at the Sony gain strokes off the tee gain strokes putting is exactly what I'm talking about. Third at the Bermuda 19th at the Sanderson farms. Like I think he's got real upside and uh, I like the value of Kevin. You so I'll, I'll, I'll take him. So that okay. puts us with Kevin. That's 6,900. We got you and badly. Okay. Um, can I interest you in any Sam Ryder at 6,800? Yes. I, I mean, I like 21st, 21st in approach. He's 33rd in putting. In this field, um, Hadn't I think Sam Ryder in a long time too, right? Hadn't he made a bunch of cuts yeah. in a row here? He has actually. He's made the cut every single time he's played here since 2018. So Sam Ryder at 6800, I think, is a pretty good play there. Okay. Um, I like. I think I, I was hesitant to play him last week, and I wish I would have played more of him because he ended up doing okay. He ended up scoring all right, 6900. I'm going with another Corn Ferry Tour grad, a, a PJ Tour rookie, who really hasn't done much outside of the Fortinet in his first event, but I think it's coming. Just need the putter to be okay. I'm going to say Davis Thompson. I'm going to throw, I'm going to throw Bull, UGA Bulldog Davis Thompson in here. Okay. I don't mind it. You like it? I can, yeah, I, I can handle that. Okay. Um, all right. Here's a guy that is a DFS darling for me. I don't know about anybody else, but for me, Doug Gim is oh, at 6,800. I, I, I don't want Doug Gim. I don't want Come Doug on, Gim. let's go with Doug Gim. Why not? Be Why not? Because he's not been good. He's not been good at all. He's been good for, here, for though. For a while. His fifth place finished. Oh, fifth for, place yeah. finish here. Oh, dude, he, he's been bad. His last. So you're vetoing him. Now his stats suck. Yes. He's, come on, he, Doug Yim comes around. He comes around in the in the in the winter months in winter California. Months. He's missed five of his last seven cuts. 
All right, if you're going to veto that. I don't fine. want Doug Gim. I'm sorry. I don't. The last time he played good here was two years ago. Two years ago, and he feels like a different uh, player right now. He's been bad. All right, then how about this? How about this? I promise I won't veto this one. I won't veto two in a row. I could, I could probably make you veto two in a row. I could probably figure that out. Um, you know who I want to take a flyer on? Because I just, I like this guy, and I think he's going to have a breakout season. You were on the text with me earlier this, this tonight. Justin Lauer, 6,800. I can get down with that. I can get down with Lauer. Uh, good putter. Um, yeah, I, I, I like Lauer. We, got, we did get a little intel on him earlier. All right, so we got one left. I am going, I'm, I'm going to maybe surprise some folks here with this one. Um, because I don't know that we really talk about him a lot either, and he is at sixty five hundred, and you just every now and then like he'll just throw up a decent finish, but you you can you can veto if you feel like it. I'm gonna go Ben Martin, thirty second last week at the Sony, gained seven point one strokes on approach, twenty first at the RSM Classic, uh, to to finish the fall season. He's played here seven times. He's, he's made four of seven cuts. No really solid finishes. 29th place finish and a 34th is two best finishes. But I don't know. I just have a feeling. Seven strokes gained on approach last week, like first event back. Like that means, to me, that tells me dude's been working. Like he, he's, he's been okay. doing, doing something, you know? 65 hunch. You like it? I'm all right with Ben Martin. There I we go. go there. Those are the 6K picks. Aaron Badley, Kevin Yu, Davis Thompson, Sam Ryder, Justin Lauer, and Ben Martin. And uh, that is it for the 6K range. Now we're going to have some fun, Pat. You ready? Don't, don't go anywhere. If you're watching live, let's have a little fun. I got a couple of extra little things I just I need to talk about. One of them I got a rant. I need a rant about. But we'll start with the easy, the, the, the funny thing, the thing that I just think no, not enough people are talking about. I don't have a great name for this segment other than just things to know that happened in golf this, this past week. And I think this did not get talked about enough at all. Pat, when you and I first started doing this in 2015, there was a guy who was in a lot of PGA Tour events. And he was especially good at certain golf courses. He wasn't real flashy, um, but he was a player. He was a player. And now, like a lot of players, we've seen him kind of possibly hang it up you know, hang up the cleats, trade it in for some powder on his face, maybe a nice, a nice jacket, and, uh, and he's in front of the lights, a lot like you are tonight. And mm. not yes. enough people are talking up. about freaking Johnson Wagner and the incredible look that Johnson Wagner is rocking on the Golf Channel right now. Like, I realize that he's always had the mustache, or he's had it for a long time, but dude, when you take the hat off, and you, you put the suit on, and he goes from like being the guy on the golf course with the collared shirt and the hat, and you put him behind the booth. Does he not look like a modern day Ron Burgundy? <laughs> look at that picture. He does. He looks amazing. I, and 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 I'm I honestly I didn't even I didn't even listen to him. He Has he done a good job? I don't know. He could have been terrible. All I did was see. I saw segments on on Twitter. I don't know, but I just couldn't get over how he looks. Look at him. Look at him with, with uh, was it Cara Banks? Look, like, look at his. Like, this is Ron Burgundy on the golf My channel. My goodness. 
Doesn't he good look for great? him? That I am actually. I did not know this was happening. I, I'm obviously not watching enough golf channel, but good lord. Well, unfortunately for Johnson, nobody's watching the golf channel. But yeah, I just saw it on Twitter. I, I just think like we gotta, we gotta, we gotta give some props to to, to Johnson Wagner for for pulling this off and looking like you know he's ready to to pull out a yas flute after after work and go play. I mean, a few he teams. has a he has a name for. He does. Many, many things. Many things. He does. I just don't think enough people are talking yeah. about it, and I think they should. All right, we're going to end the show on this. This pisses me off, man. Like, I, I, I... Okay, well, I'll just play the video. I guess I'll play the video. Yeah, well, I'll just play the video. Here we go. Oh, Buckley yes! drops it home! Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wrong you video. You already played that video. Wrong video. Hang on, hang on. That that also pisses me off, the Hayden Buckley thing. Here we go. All right, here's the video. Oh, he, he may have needed okay. it. Jace Walker with the save. I mean, that's <laughs> that was pretty pretty good. What the what the crap? Like, wh when I saw this, what? What? What the hell was that? <laughs> I, thought, I thought we lost connection or something. I've never even seen that before. What the hell? What was you that caddy that? doing? You didn't see that this Why week? would he allow himself? You didn't see what? that this week? Okay, for those, no. of, for those of you listening on podcast, Mackenzie Hughes, this was on like Thursday or Friday. Mackenzie Hughes hits his golf ball next to the, the water. And he's standing on the, the water's edge, on like these bricks or something, or this, whatever. It's, pr it's probably two feet deep in that water. And his caddy is standing in front of him as he's preparing to hit the shot on bended knee like he's going to propose, so that as soon as McKenzie finishes his follow-through and makes contact, he can grab him in the event he were to lose his balance and fall into the water. And I, and, and if then... If I were that caddy, I would have been like, what the... Are you kidding me? I would not do that for him. I would be like, you are, you need to man up and hit this damn shot. And if you fall in the, the, a foot and a half of water with a turtle down there, maybe, like, what's he scared of? Ain't no alligators in Hawaii. To me, it's not even about that. It's not even about <laughs> what's that. He of? It's not even about that, though. These guys are professional athletes. I realize it's golf. He's a professional athlete. I, I said the same thing when Jordan Spieth hit his ball off the cliff, and the announcers were like, the 65, 70-year-old announcers, you know, that, 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 uh, yeah, I, I, that, like. Had, that was at least, from an optics standpoint, like, looked. Yeah, but like how many times have there. you ever made a golf Hold on. Well, I mean, I, I make some off-balance swings, but I don't feel like that. I'm going to fall off the cliff. Are, you're not even an athlete. I'm a... What are you talking about? <laughs> Shut up. I'm a, definitely an athlete, but I'm not... I, I, I'm more of an athlete than Mackenzie Hughes is, apparently. Okay, but see, this is what I think happened. I don't think this is Mackenzie's fault. I actually don't think Mackenzie Hughes said, hey, dude, 
get down on one knee like you're going to service me here. And as soon as you I think make, that caddy's being like Mister, like I, I'm, that's I'm what I do, whatever I can for my player. Yeah, that's what I think happened. I think he was like, oh, oh, oh Mackenzie, let me get right here so that you know, just in case I don't want you to fall in the water. I got you, bro. Like I, I think it was one of those things because I can't can imagine. You play it again so I can see this one more time. Yeah, and and everybody watch. Don't, just don't watch the caddy because I let it. I let it happen twice. The first time, don't watch the caddy. Only watch Mackenzie's feet. And tell me, this man, this man just recently got into the gym routine. We learned about this over the fall. Remember, he, he started doing all the speed training, going mm-hmm. to the gym regularly, mm-hmm. lost some weight, he's gotten mm-hmm. stronger. And we're worried mm-hmm. about this. And watch his feet. He's nowhere close to having an issue. Here we go. <laughs> oh, he, he may have needed it. Jace Walker with the save. I mean, that's... <laughs> That was pretty, pretty good. Can we, can we, can we talk about the announcer? Yeah, I know the announcer's like, oh my god, oh, 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 he may have needed a save. He may have needed that save. Oh my god, it's the he dumbest. Falling into the foot and a half water, and the snapping turtle would have gotten him. <laughs> god, this thing I'm so mad at this. I know, me too. I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're <laughs> outraged. I'm glad we're both outraged. It's just the dumbest thing. Like, let, the guys are athletes. I, I, God, it drove me nuts. It drove me nuts. It was all... I wish was, we were broadcasting this and you and I were, like, me too. watching it as it happened because it would have been totally different than the announcer that was to- really impressed. Yeah, it would have been like, what the f*** is happening? Like, Mackenzie Hughes, like, sack up. And tell, I'd have been like, dude, get off your knee and stand over there. <laughs> like, don't, don't come anywhere near me. Stand over there. If it was like, I don't know, like who's the who's like the most out of shape golfer on the PJ Tour right now? First first name that comes to your mind. <laughs> How come we can't think of anybody? Man, times have changed, you know. Like Tim Heron. <laughs> he's not. I mean, he's not even on the PJ Tour. He doesn't count. I'm just kidding. I don't know. There's a lot of in shape golfers, which is a good thing. For, for, and Mackenzie um, Hughes is one of them. He's more in shape now than he's ever been. He told us that. Who's more? Who's an out of shape guy? Why? Why can we not think about this? Put in the chat. Who do you think's the most out of shape guy? Why? Who's out of shape? John Daly. I can't think of anybody like that's like really relevant on the PJ Tour. Alan said Carl Pedersen. Carl Pedersen hasn't played on the PJ Tour in like four years. Alan. Yeah, we can't say him. I feel like there's a couple of guys that are like skinny fat and may like have man boobs, but they're not like terribly out of shape. Anyway, I, th- this is just ridiculous. Like I would be, yeah. if I were Mac Hughes, I'm, I'm at the tours data lake asking this video to be scrubbed from the record. Shane Lowry. There you go. Charlie's got it. Shane Lowry. Like Shane Lowry wouldn't have fallen in this water. No, nobody on tour nobody. would have fallen in this water. Can you imagine Gary Player sitting at home watching this going, oh, what the fuck? But Mike Hughes clearly doesn't have his, his, his core strength. See, I agree. I think this is the caddy's fault. I think this is a, a pure instance of the caddy being a tryhard. Way too, like a tryhard, way too eager to try to do whatever he can for his player. I'd probably fire him. If he was my, if he was my caddy and he acted like that during the during the, I, I would have fired him. Can you imagine? Right there. 
What? I would have grabbed my bag and said, you know what? I'm an athlete. <laughs> I'm a golfer. I was not going to fall in that water. I don't know why you had to present yourself in that way to me. Throw the bag down. Go off this golf course. I'm taking, I'm taking the bag home. Yeah. I'm going to shoot a 65. Yeah. Well, yeah. You on the front nine, yes, you might, but not. No, I meant like. If I'm you were a pro. Pretending to be somebody else. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, um, yeah, Pat, I think you should do, I think you should do a YouTube video or a TikTok video. You should go to the landings and find a place where you're on the ledge and try to mimic the Mackenzie Hughes distant, like be, be as on the ledge as Mackenzie and try to hit the little wedge shot that he tried to hit and prove to the people that A, you're an athlete and B, this was completely unnecessary. Yeah, I'll, I can do this. Okay. All right, you heard it here first, folks. So we recorded that. Pat said he could do it, so we're going to see it. I can't wait for it. Um, content from Pat on social is always good. Thank you for watching. Make your screens be green. We got tons of content coming your way, including me burping because all this Coors Light I've had. Uh, two emails dropping this week. We got the sleepers video dropping on Tuesday and chat on Wednesday night. All right, let's have a great week. Make your screens green. See ya.